podcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Season 7, Episode 18, Episode number 288. How's it going? It's going. It goes. It goes. Uh, every single time we do this, I ask myself, every time we do this on an election night, I'm like, why, why do we do this on an election night? The worst was when we did it on Super Tuesday in March 2020, and I literally had to edit out an entire storyline of me crying over Elizabeth Warren's loss. And then a week later, it being totally old news because everybody promptly dropped out, and then the whole story changed. And I was like, well, this didn't age well. Ooh, good times. But to be to be fair, I have been so stressed all day. This is actually a welcome distraction from like doom scrolling or what, whatever other non-productive things I could be doing. Yes. This is a, a good place to funnel that energy right now. So I'm glad we are here. Good. And I did promise earlier and I'm going to really, really, really try my best to not doom scroll while we record like I do every single <laughs> year that we do this. And... um yeah, not freak everybody out. Anyway, we are joined. I think we can also just assume that we should assume that we should all be freaked out. I, we can assume it's going to be bad. That's, that's sorry, what I'm trying to, that's my doom talking. Okay, anyway, <laughs> moving, moving along. Moving along. Sorry. So we are joined tonight by the fabulous Melody Simpson. Hello. Hey, how's it hey. going? It's going, you know. <laughs> Overall sense of dread and doom. Here, on, here we all all hanging out on the precipice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Super hoping that this doesn't age well either. Oh. <laughs> anyway, oh. uh, how's it going, Melody? I am doing well. I just got back from a state that shall not be named because they don't wear masks um, for a wedding. And uh, my cousin got married, so that was really exciting. And now I'm back home uh, resting, and I'm not thrilled that I have to go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> but, but I'm happy that I at least have a job now. So, <laughs> Yeah, I understand that. We were talking about last week that rest day of, and the benefit of, you know, having half weeks. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Which uh, is being put to the test in North Carolina, or at least in Wake County, this week, because schools were closed today for a teacher work day. There's early dismissal on Thursday, and then they're closed for Veterans Day on Friday. So mm. <laughs> 50% in-class attendance this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> we, um, I, I, uh, took a half day today and we took um Zachary to the movies uh we saw Black Adam it was fun it was fun it was messy but it was fun because the characters were good um I don't really know like what I was trying to think of what I could compare it to like I guess a Marvel movie would be like the best bet to compare it to but I couldn't figure it out because it was like much better than the Eternals (laughs) okay (laughs) wow um, I liked it. I liked it better than the Eternals. Um, they also there's a there's a scene where um, like there's a flashback of Dwayne Johnson's character when he's not like Black Adam, mm-hmm. and like you know they like digitized him to make him look like all skinny and meek, 
And I was very, I was very like, wow, it just looks so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was very distracted by that. I hmm? completely forgot that was in theaters. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice two hours, which, which with is. With a child. With a child, but he was okay. He um, raked okay. leaves to earn his own small thing of popcorn today. Oh, oh. My gosh, that's adorable. Yeah. Also, I have not heard of this movie, like not even a little bit. Oh, wow. So it's a I DC feel movie? like I've been under a rock. Which is not no. like something I normally. Yeah. Well, the only reason me. that I've heard of it is because I saw a preview at the last movie that I went to. So ah. Don't don't feel too bad. Okay. But I also do kind of live under a rock, so I don't know. Maybe. Well, you know, the rock was in it. Right. <laughs> like, okay. This is unacceptable. That I haven't even heard of this movie. This is like, you know, big, big like a. Is the rock is a list, right? He's he's up there. He's like a household name. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's he's in one of my favorite family action adventure movies of all time, Jumanji Two. <laughs> That's true. You do love that movie. That was a good movie. I, I love the it. Jumanji remakes, and I love the second one even better than the first one. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I didn't even realize there were multiple Jumanji remakes. <laughs> I hope I hope that it's like Jurassic Park and the the re- like the um the sequels of that franchise never die because I love them all. Has Jack yeah, Black in it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much better than I thought they would be. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. I yeah. love it when a movie, like, you have very low expectations yeah. and it yeah. ends up being a really good time. It's like, oh. Yeah. Couldn't, like, life just be like that? That's like, kind of the way to do it with time. this election. Low expectations. <laughs> that's fair. Very low. Yeah. Let's, let's, very let's low. hope. Let's yeah. hope. Okay. Okay. I think I figured it out what the problem with it is. And I don't think I'm being spoilery. Okay. So if you don't know, I don't, I only learned about the history of the character really today. Um, So it's in the same universe as like the DC universe, but like Shazam. So if you guys saw Shazam, which, okay. Melody, have have you seen Shazam? Okay. That was good. I liked it too. That was a music app. You know, like the elder (laughs) gods that like give them the power, like the Shazam. So they're in it, and they, like, okay. give him his power, um, which one, then I was like, okay, I think I need to rewatch Sazam, because it's been, like, a good three years since I've uh-huh. seen it. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's kind of very much ties into that universe, but I guess um, that character was originally an anti-hero foil to the character Shazam, so, oh, but he wasn't okay. introduced, like, Shazam's not in this movie, um, Viola Davis's, what's the Suicide Squad, uh, the other one? The just not Justice League Justice not the Justice yeah just Justice League yeah okay or Titans <sighs> no like Batman and Superman and it was something right? Justice something but it didn't have all the big characters in it it had like the oh, yeah. the the more like side ones anyway so they're in it too um, and they kind of play like the the foils to him where like the they're it's it's like, you want him to be a good guy, but they're trying to make him be, like, a bad boy god thing happen. And um, until, like, the end, it's kind of just, like, messy getting there. But I still enjoyed it. And, and there's, um, like I said, the characters are fun. So, and there's plenty of comic relief, as one does. Well, that sounds good. I, my, I've had such a one-track mind with, like, I can't wait till Friday. I can't wait till Black <laughs> Like, that's the only movie in my mind for, like, this. Oh, because Black Panther comes out on Friday. 
Yeah, so I I I did want to see Black Adam, but I I just completely forgot about or it. Or Wakanda so. Forever is the sequel's name, right? I'll have to. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll have to. I, I might actually make it a double double feature because ain't nobody gonna Ooh. see that on Friday. That's true. Ooh, <laughs> treat yourself. Oh, but girl, you gotta leave like six hours. That's <laughs> true. I'm sure Wakanda Forever is probably. Not I think a short it's. Movie. I think it like clocks yeah. in at like three hours and twenty minutes, something crazy like that. Uh. Plus, like, the trailers. It was going to be half an hour for that. Yeah. yeah. And it's a Marvel movie, so, so you, you got to sit through all of the credits to make sure you don't miss anything. <laughs> That's oh true. Goodness. So what you have to do is you have to time it so there's, like, a half-hour overlap from when um, yes. Wakanda Forever starts, so that way you miss the 20 minutes of trailers. You've got, like, five <laughs> minutes to pee, and then you just, like, walk right in as they're, like, you know, the... Do, 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 do. That would be amazing. I've done this before. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too, but I'm actually going to be driving to Long Island on Friday through a tropical storm, so it's going to be awesome. Oh, wow. So I'm not going to get to see it until next weekend, which is okay because I feel like, you know, once the crowds die down, it might be a little bit better. Oh, Oh, my God. So this couple came in as the movie was starting today. And they sat like, um, cause it, it well, there was people in the theater. It wasn't empty, but it wasn't totally full. So there was like, um, two seats in between us or there was one seat in between. And I asked the woman, I was like, you know, um, my purse is here. Is it cool if I keep it here? She's like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is our seats. Um, but I went up to go to the bathroom when I came back, the dude was straight up just like back in his chair, completely asleep. I thought it was so oh funny. <laughs> no time. She yeah, she was awake enjoying it. But I thought that was so funny. I was like, I guess I see who picked this movie date. <laughs> it was really funny. Anyway, did everybody have a good week? Other than I know you went to a really super awesome wedding. Yeah, I I I had a good week, I guess. Um, it, I was very excited. I was kind of counting down the days and hours until I was off so I could go to the wedding. And it was actually the first out of state trip for my, it was me, my mom, um, my sisters and my sister, my older sister, she, she and her husband have a nephew. He's four and he has um, epilepsy. So he has a service dog. And it was the first trip that we went out of state with the dog as well. Oh, wow. So that was interesting. He did so well. And we were kind of nervous. You know, you, you never know how things go traveling. Um, but all went well. And it was it was, it was was nice. The weather held up. It did start to drizzle a tad. The wedding was outside. Um, and everybody was a little nervous. But the cloud went quickly the other way so that was nice (laughs) 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 my cousin was freaking out wherever she was but um luckily all was well so yeah i had a i had a once the week once the vacation started i had a great week awesome nice 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 i um i voted Finally, I had my absentee ballot that, you know, they sent me a couple weeks ago that I was like so annoyed about the two witnesses or a notary. So we we took on Saturday, we took our ballots to early voting. So I am thankful for the early voting system. That's great. Um, And we like had them in our hands. Like I didn't know how it worked, what we're supposed to do with them. But so we stood in line. The whole process probably took us like an hour. Honestly, I've never had to wait to vote before that was the first time um Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, so I guess there was either good turnout or just a really slow moving line. But um, so we get up there and I'm like explaining like, so I have my ballot and I actually had like started filling it out at one point um, just to like remember who I wanted to vote for. And I, and I marked somebody that I then changed my mind about for like one of the local things. Um, so I legitimately also had, you know, messed it up. I, I would have needed to get right. a new ballot anyway. And so I'm explaining this to them and, and the guy who's like checking me in is like, Oh, that's fine. Like, you know, we'll print you out this and that will authorize this ballot and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so what do I do with this? And he's like, Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like trying to like, you know, I'm thinking I should be giving it to somebody. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I have my stuff. Like I get my new ballot. I go fill it out. I go to like the woman who's standing next to the machine to put it in. And I'm like, Hey, so like, I still have this absentee ballot that was messed up. Like, what do I do with it? Cause I don't want to like, right. I feel like I'm not, you know, I don't want to have like an extra ballot in my possession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super sketchy. Um, and well, then the good news is, is you're like, not in Florida. So <laughs> well, this woman, this woman was like, wait, you had a second ballot on the floor. That's illegal. You can't. And I was like, oh dude, I tried. Like, I told the guy. She was like, you should have told the person when you checked. I, I did. I did. Like, she told me it was fine. I was like, can I give it to you? And she was like, yeah. So she took it. And I left. I was just like, oh, my God. I'm just yeah. like, I was trying to do the right thing. I'm literally <laughs> looking for someone to take this from me and destroy it. <laughs> We're all the same team, lady. <laughs> I was not trying to have two ballots on the floor. But so... <laughs> So we voted. Yay. Well, at least now you know for next year. Now I know for next year. And that's the thing is like, because in Cal in California at this point, I would have been signed up to absentee vote for like the rest of my life, right? Yeah. Did it once and then you don't have to do it again. Um, but I remember when I did it this time here that it said specifically that you were this is only for this election. And I was like, that's really weird. And now I'm like, okay, well, because I won't be absentee voting ever again i'll just do the early voting yeah and i guess that's fine early voting is fine though we i wanted to early vote and then when we we uh went to go on friday you know zach was really like but i want to vote on election day with you guys <laughs> so oh um and jay is kind of like old school like that too so i was like fine we have to make sure that we're there <laughs> you know either early so i'm not late to work or you know right. we'll do it after and then, so last night, you know, I was like, okay, guys, we got to make sure that we're out of the house by like 7.30. I want to make sure there's plenty of time. So we're all going to get up at like 6.30. And, you know, at 6.30, it was literally just me and Zachary that were like, let's go vote. And Jay was like, come <laughs> back at 7. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. He literally was like, wake me back up at 7. And Alex was <laughs> up until like 11 o'clock last night because the time change has him all thrown off with everything. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. So I was like, fine, we'll let him sleep. But thankfully, so we got, we ended up getting there at, um, a few minutes after eight, which was fine. And we walked right in. We were, um, so polls open here at 6.30 and we got there at eight and we were voters 2.13 and 2.14. So oh, no. in 90 minutes, 200 people had already been there. Wow. Which, nice. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of that's awesome. Incredible. Yeah. And I know early voting uh, did pretty well here as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Good, good turnout. Um, I will say, though, also another thing that I had never experienced before was, I mean, I know, like you can't campaign within, is it like 100 feet of voting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever the, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, they they took that right up to yeah. like the limit. It was very it was very weird because it was very close to the door that wow. we were still getting people like passing stuff out and oh wow, very vocally like there was a, an actual candidate there. Um, and I thought that I was voting for her. I like hadn't realized that she was in a different district, but she was like giving us our spiel. And I was like, oh yeah, wait, like you, you have our vote. Like, yeah. And then I realized she was in a different district. <laughs> in spirit. You have our vote in spirit. Not in actuality, because we can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, this morning there was this man. So we went like by the poll people and, um, you know, they, we let, you know, we're like, a lot of it was city council races and whatnot, and we just don't have votes for that, right? Because um, we're not in the city of Raleigh, which sucks because their decisions right. literally affect what happens directly right. outside of our neighborhood where they might, like, have to close the road and create a new entrance and tear down trees and build, like, a four-story apartment building, blah, blah, blah. And it's our neighborhood, but we have no say in the people that are, like, going to vote for that to, to pass or not. Right. Which I, this you know, is like ridiculous. It is. It is ridiculous. Is there a way you can like posi- like petition the city to expand yeah. their boundaries? Right. Like yeah, can, uh, my neighbors you would find whatever di- like district you're right up against, and like just my neighbors would be them. really mad though because they don't pay city tax. So that whole like right. thirty dollars that you save a year is like super worth it to some of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, there was this man whose wife was running, and we actually did have her on her on our ballot, and it was so adorable. Oh, so uh, did, but we saw him second. So first, like we go through, and like you know, they're like, "Can you take these?" And I was like, "Yeah, let the kids take them." You know, that's part of the fun, right? And like the the person, one of the so it was all like kind of older people, but there was this like one younger guy, and he was like, "Can I interest you in the Republican endorsements?" And Jay just looks at him, he's like, "Nope." <laughs> Oh, thank you. Go <laughs> so then this like older woman comes up like right behind him and she's like, would you like the Democrat one? And he was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Um, you know, so we voted and then um, this man was standing off to the side and he had cut out like a car- piece of cardboard or, or maybe card stock paper and he had handwritten in Sharpie, like it was here, and he was like uh, on his chest, he's like asking me about my wife. So we were like, oh, who's your wife? And, you know, he said who his wife was. And, you know, we, I glanced at the, thankfully I still had the like Democrat endorsement ones mm-hmm. on my thing, because I thought that we had voted for her. Um, but I wanted to make sure. So like I looked down and I was like, yeah, we just voted for her. He was like, oh, thank God. She told me I can't come home until I get her enough votes at here. <laughs> it was so cute and we were like well we're gonna help you go home tonight and he was like yeah and i was like and celebrate it was really cute it was Aww. fun um but yeah adorable. it was really adorable he was just standing off to the side like not with a group of people you know just with a little Aww. like ask me about my wife's sign <laughs> it was really <laughs> cute <laughs> sometimes it can be there can be good stories yeah so anyway Um, Yeah, good times. Um, Before we move on to um, talking about melanin in in YA, Melody, I have to ask you, since we are a cat-friendly podcast, how Mm -hmm. is your kitty cat? She is doing so well. Oh, good. um, She'll be two in April. And it's hysterical because I got her birthday (laughs) 
I celebrated her birthday the wrong day this <laughs> I only looked at her um her like information like twice. Um I got her in January, February or something. And I assumed it was April 4th, but it was April 24th or something. So next year I'll actually celebrate it on her real birthday. Aww. But anyway, um, when I came back, she was meowing for me. She was very upset that I was gone, very excited that I was back. Aww. And that's a, that's coming a long way for her because in the beginning, she would hide from me underneath <laughs> the couch, would not come near me, would hiss. She would she. She got me good one time. <laughs> I, I tried to give her some chicken, and I ordered. I'm a vegan, and I ordered fresh chicken for her. <laughs> and she got me. She scratched me pretty good on my finger, and um, so we've come a long way. I'd <laughs> say so. I was telling them that you have this like two year long running Twitter thread where you just post <laughs> updates about the cat. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, how do I adopt a cat? Because I really don't know how to do that. Because all my all the animals that we've ever had have always been like gifted to us, or um, oh, really? sheltered, or like um, sh- sheltered in in that they were sheltered before, and hmm. somebody in the in a group of friends got to meant like they got a surprise, like oh, we just adopted this cat and they had babies. I'm like, oh well, we'll take them. Or like my grandmother, um, she the, our first uh, round of cats was actually one cat that ended up getting pregnant, having kittens. Um, she was uh, one of the cats that my grandma just fed, <laughs> and so that was our that was our family cat for about seventeen years until she passed away. Hmm. And um, so it's it's just weird how we just randomly get cat uh, or just animals, um, just. Luckily, we've been able to get them all for free, I should say. <laughs> and so I was like, well, how do you how do you go about this the real way? Um, and so I finally adopted um, Bird. I named her Bird because I love birds, but I didn't want a bird. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so, um, I had a bird in, in elementary school, and I realized, wow, they talk too much for me. I... <laughs> <laughs> I ended up giving the bird away to my aunt, which is hysterical. Like, this bird never shuts up. I'm already annoyed. I think I had that bird for less than a year. Um, (laughs) I was over it. it. But anyway, um, so yeah, bird is good. I got her on Pretty Litter. I I feel like this is not interesting. But for anybody who likes cats, um, I switched from Fresh Step to Pretty Litter. And I'm very happy that I made that choice. We are very cat positive here, so. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my little journey with her. Um, I'm running out of wet food, and I'm down to the wet food that she doesn't like. She does not like beef. Um, so I'm gonna have to go to the store and get some more cat food. <laughs> me like I'm crazy. Um, but yeah, so I give her dry food in the morning and then wet food at night, and. Um, I usually play with her when I come home from work or before work, depending on when I'm working that day. And um, I have not played with her since I came back. I've just been so exhausted. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything. So she's been meowing at me, and I'm just like, let me alone. Let me sleep. But, yeah, I do need to play with her soon because, um, I mean, I put on 
I put on Cat TV on YouTube those little eight hour videos. What? I have to, sometimes when I'm out there, I have to be like, bird, stop, because she'll jump up on the <laughs> TV stand and uh, and then she'll like touch. And, and as soon as she touches a little too hard, you know, the whole screen. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I know Black Friday's coming up, but I'm not trying to buy another TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. So, yeah. Me oh. and Bird are doing well. I'm so happy to hear oh. that. I remember your rocky start. <laughs> you were it like, this rough. cat will not come out and talk to me. <laughs> it was, I think, I, I think it wasn't until like month five or six that she actually started even just that is looking me and sitting next to me. Like, it was a long, I, I'm patient. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely less than impatience for sure. Because I was like, this is not my experience. Another thing is this is my first time ever having an animal that's only indoors because all of our yeah. animals have always mm. been outdoor pet, pets. So um, I like to joke that I did not think this through because I didn't realize that I would have to have an animal in my face 24-7. <laughs> I'm also getting used to that, too. Um, so, yeah, that's, it's, it's, a, it, it's an adjustment for both of us. <laughs> like all good relationships are. <laughs> it's kind of like having a child, except this one just meows at you. <laughs> yeah. And and then my nephew, he we're in the same apartment complex, me, my mom and my sister. And so my sister and uh, brother-in-law and nephew are on the other side of the complex. And um, every now and then um, they'll come over to our side and every now and then I'll go over to their side. But I can always come back to my home uh, alone without a child. So that's wonderful. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Considering the one of the Zachary will just say Alexa played the Muppets and he'll go through. Actually, Zach, Alex does it so now bad. too. That's but, not a bad thing. That's like there's so many worse things. You know, but it's been like a year of this now at this point, and I can oh. hear up, directly above me, "Am I a man or am I a Muppet?" I would rather that. Do you know how many times I sing wheels on the bus? Fair enough. I remember There's a dog on the bus now. I've run out of verses. There's now a dog on the bus. Sometimes there's a horse on the bus because you just run out of verses. Oh, my goodness. My... my I've gone a few times to pick him up with my sister after uh, daycare, whatever it's called. And every time we have to play... This it's only one song, this one Paw Patrol song, the whole way home. Is it the theme song? Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, be there on the double, whenever they're in trouble, around Adventure Bay, Ryder and his team of pups, come to save the day. Okay, yeah. And it's such a short song, so just that. Yeah, it's way. like it's like Ooh, hopefully a, it's a minute short long. Drive home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I am sorry. You are a great aunt. <laughs> Sometimes she'll be like, "Can we listen? Can we switch it up? Can we listen to Moana?" He'll say, "No, I don't want to." And then she'll turn to Moana and then he'll start singing. So, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just got to do it. Yeah. 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 
They want their own agency, but also they're goldfish. So yes. just do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> we got him to watch The Little Mermaid for the first time. Like, I think it was a week and a half ago. And he, he does not like the lady with the legs. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just scary. So yeah, so that's where we're at now. Oh my god, we um we watched Coco last week in honor of oh, you know so good. Zachary though Riff was like, no, it's so scary. So we were like, fine, you can sit in your room, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were calling his bluff, but he sure did the whole movie. And oh, I I did my usual sobbing hysterically at the end. <laughs> But anyway, speaking of good times, um, before we move on, quick announcement. We are off next week, but the following week, November 22nd, we'll be live over Zoom for our annual Broadsgiving, and we hope that you guys will join us. Broadsgiving is one of my favorites. Hmm. It's it's one of my favorites to listen to every year. I love it. Well, we hope you can maybe join us this year. Yeah. I always, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to do it, and then I forget. (laughs) It's in two weeks. <laughs> Go get your phone, put a reminder in your phone. We will wait. Or just ask Mandy, too. Oh, yeah, just ask Mandy. Mandy's, Mandy's ask the queen Mandy. of Mandy's reminders. Got you. Yeah, she's good at that. Also, if you wake up and you're like, oh, today is the, the 11 64 day. Oh, yes. You'd be like, oh, my God. It's also Brotskiving. <laughs> You're sure, welcome. that's that's a thing someone would say. I'm sure. <laughs> She's into pop culture and TV like I am. I knew she'd yeah, get it. Yeah. I got the reference. Yeah. See. So if you wake up, TV and pop culture, and I don't get the reference. If okay, so if you wake up in two weeks and you magically think of James Franco for some reason, just <laughs> the the TV show, the Hulu show, based on the Stephen King book. It's really good. It's only like what six episodes. It's short. Yeah. It's about a guy that wants to try to stop. He goes back in time and he wants to try to stop the JFK shooting. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that. It's from like I didn't six it, or seven years ago. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you now. Okay. Yeah. He was in bed. <laughs> and also a brief correction to last week. Um, turns out Alaska Daily is is weekly. So I got to episode four and was like. Where's the rest of them? Oh, no. <laughs> and then promptly regretted. I was like, why? I hate I hate waiting. I have to wait to binge it. <laughs> so then uh, Jay's dad was here this weekend from Washington State. And he was like, oh, you watch Alaska Daily too? I'll watch it with you. So that's what we did when Jay was doing Geek Dead Life on Sunday. I was like, you have fun YouTubing. We're going to watch our old people show. <laughs> Uh, so anyway all right uh melody so a lot of as you probably have figured out by now a lot of broadcast fans our listeners are very into reading they're constantly giving us suggestions and we thought that um you could tell us a bit about the website and give us some great suggestions too yeah so um for those of you who don't know melanin ya is Basically, if I could say it in a way for other people to understand as easy as as possible, it's IMDb Pro, but for books, um, specifically 
black books. Um, so if you're looking for a, a young adult YA, um, a young adult book written by a black author, or if you're a writer looking for a black literary agent, if you're a librarian or an event coordinator looking for um, black uh, people in the publishing industry for young adult, you can just go to melaninya.com and all that information is there. And I also have Shop Melaninya, which um, if you want a shirt or a hat or a tote or anything like that, that you want to help promote the mission of Melaninya, which is basically just to uh, spread awareness of Black YA lit, um, because a lot of people think that it doesn't exist or it's not accessible or whatever they want to say so that they can erase um, the Black YA work that's out there. Um, this is basically a no excuse database for all of that. It's all in one place. So nobody can say that you didn't know because I'm telling you right now. <laughs> and <laughs> um, that's basically what that is. So yeah, I also have a whole list of all of the Black YA books that came out this year, um, all of the Black YA books that are coming out next year and so on. There's an alphabetical list of the Black YA authors. There's a list by region. So you know who is a Black YA author in your area that you can maybe look out for if they're doing an event near you. And it's pretty endless as far as uh, what else is on there, um, especially if you're looking for um, Black social media influencers, whether it's on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, et cetera, that's all there as well. So yeah, that's Melanin YA. And as far as what to read, I would say there's so many notable titles that released this year. Most recently, since it was Halloween recently, I would probably mention The Undead Truth of Us by Brittany S. Lewis. That is, if you like zombies and you want a zombie influence story, that's the one to go to, I would say. Um, let's see what's, what else is. And while you're thinking, oh. I'll put everything that Melody recommends. I will um, find it and put it in the show notes, too. And maybe, Matt, if you're listening, yeah. you can update the broadcast book club, too. <laughs> also, another author who did a zombie book, but not this year. She has a new book out this year. It's called Rust in the Root uh, by Justina Ireland. She actually also wrote a Star Wars book. I think actually two Star Wars books with, I want to say, Tessa Gratt. And I forget what those books are called off the top of my head. But Justina's book by by itself is a historical fiction novel. Um called Rest in the Ruse. So if you like historical fiction, that would probably be your best bet. Also another historical fiction that did not come out this year. Oh, it, it, the name is, the title escapes me. And of course I'll think of it later. So <laughs> you can, you can look it up and I can edit it out too, if, if that <laughs> we'll makes you feel better. Circle back. <laughs> <laughs> I would also say there's one author, if you like contemporary books that are very, you, you come away thinking, what in the world did I just read? <laughs> I, one of my favorite authors for that is Stephanie Keen, and she has a new book out called We Weren't Looking to Be Found that came out earlier this summer. I have not yet read it, but she's on my auto buy list. So anything that oh. she writes, I will read. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so Stephanie Keen, I highly, highly recommend. I would also say, as far as contemporary goes, there's another book that recently no, it didn't come out yet. It comes out on November 29th, and it's called We Deserve Monuments by Jazz Hammonds. And she's uh, their queer author, 
and they have a book that deals very heavily with racism in the South. So if that's something that you are interested in reading, I know everybody has their triggers and, you know, it might not be the best time for you to read it right now, but when you're in the mood for that, definitely put that on your list to read. And if you want something a little more uplifting, (laughs) I would say possibly Right Where I Left You by Julian Winters. That's a queer romance and Mm -hmm. his writing is so beautiful. It's just cotton candy. It's just Mm -hmm. so luscious. I love it. And yeah, so I mean, I could go on and on, but those are just a few. (laughs) (laughs) And um, feel free to say no. But if I tag you in the post when I post this on Facebook and wherever (laughs) else, can people, if they're looking for a certain genre and want a recommendation, can they ask you in the yeah. comments? Okay. Totally. totally. Okay. I'm done. Awesome. Yeah. So that was, that was super impressive. <laughs> yeah. It's like speaking of like the, the site is an amazing database, but like you yeah. are an amazing database. Yeah. Like you just cycled through a bunch of books. Like I try to be seamlessly. I, it was amazing. I, I try to have some like, so, I will admit two of those people are my friends, but I do try to try to be very um, informed about what's happening and what's, and then of course my auto buy Stephanie Keene, I'm always, always up on whatever she's writing. So mm-hmm. kind of like my auto buy authors, my friends, and then my most anticipated, whether they've already come out with the book or whether they're just a highly anticipated debut. Those are definitely going to always be in, in the front of my mind. And then if I don't have those in the front of my mind, then I'm thinking of books that are not in my database that are not black YA, which obviously I read wider than black YA. I read very widely. Um, but I do, since I'm promoting melanin YA, I do kind of want to stick within that. But if I'm going outside of that, I would say there's a really great graphic novel, middle grade graphic novel called Frizzy um, by Clarabella Ortega. And they're a Dominican um, author and Dominican, is that correct? I could be wrong, but their Latinx author and their book, Frizzy, follows a, a middle grade girl who is basically having a lot of issues coming to terms with her hair in the way that society wants her her to present herself Mm. it's the book that i really wish that i had when i was a kid because everybody kept telling me what i needed to do with my hair to look presentable and how i needed to do this and that and how uh, everybody just has their own idea of how you present to the world and it's very when you're coming into your own it's it's kind of like you're fighting against society standards and what you want to stand for. (laughs) And so those two things come at a head in that novel and graphic novel. And it's beautiful. I forget the, I always forget the illustrator's name because Clarabelle is a friend of mine and the illustrator, I, I don't, I'm like, Oh, this is my friend's book. Get it. And then I forget the illustrator's (laughs) name. I believe their name is Rosa something. I'm so sorry. I, I forget her name but the artwork is beautiful and it's not just something that you want to hand off to a middle grade kid without reading for yourself because you can get a lot of it a lot of great stuff from it 
for yourself before handing it off. So yeah, maybe get get it for someone for Christmas, but also, you know, flip flip those pages before you wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> there's also uh, what another another close. The thing is, now that I'm in the publishing world, a lot of these uh, people are my friends now. Yeah. So yeah. that doesn't take away from. I mean, because let's be real, there are some some of my friends I don't blend with their writing like every book you read you're not going to blend with so yeah I will say my friend this my friend that but there are some friends who's writing I will I just can't click with they'll never know that um <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm not going to go on and 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 say hey I, you, know, you know so just read, read between the lines there um <laughs> but another one of my friend's books cat show um her book is once upon a k-prom and I think it's out now. Yeah, I think it's out. And that book is so fun because it takes, obviously K-pop is, has become over the past few years, a really big thing here. Mm. In and her book is so fun because it takes place. <laughs> it, it follows the girl and the guy who they're, when they're younger, they're best friends. And the guy is like, I want to, one day I'll take you to prom. No matter what happens, I'll take you to prom. He moves to Korea. Years later, he becomes a, the biggest K-pop star ever. And she, you know, she's back at home like, oh, that's just, that. that's his ex-friend. You know, that's what she's known as back home. But little does she know he's going to come back a month before prom because he has a promise to fulfill. Aww. So she's her to the prom. <laughs> And so that's a really, it's a feel good book, but it's also like a lot of emotions and I can't believe you're here. Why are you here? You're actually, you're, you're also very different than the person that mm. I was friends with before yeah. as well. So there's that layer. There's yes. a lot of different layers mm. in that. So that's a wonderful novel as well. Oh, that sounds so sweet. That sounds really fun. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. I will link to that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was like, okay, so you work in publishing, so like that makes a little bit more sense to me. Because my first question was, when you first got the idea mm -hmm. for Melanin and YA, like, how did you even go about putting this project together? It, yeah, it, well, it's so huge, expansive. Yeah, expansive. <laughs> it, the the idea came from a great place. The execution came from a manic state. I'll say. <laughs> I was going to ask if you do all of this yourself. <laughs> so this was like in June, I believe June is twenty twenty ish. A lot of the publishers were coming out with statements about how we support uh, black voices. Blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. This was after George Floyd, right. all that stuff. So everybody had to pretend that they cared, and so they did that. They put a few. Um, black authors on the New York Times list. I think the most was six at one time. That had never happened before for the YA list. And it was just a lot of smoke and mirrors. And so I decided, you know what, let's just create a space where when there's a convention coming up and you only have one black author on the panel, or if you have four black authors on a panel only to talk about diversity, Let's, yeah. you know, let's push it up. There's more than the same five people that people see all the time over and over and over again. So let's 
get those names out there so that you can know who these people are. And also there, they were, there were black authors who wrote YA before say like the hate you give a lot of people right for them to <laughs> give was the first YA uh, book that they read by a black author. And that's wonderful. However, we need to give our props to Sharon G Flake and all the other YA black authors who were there before. So it's kind of like just a streamline of information in one place <laughs> so that we can not only say that we support these black authors, but have a database to back up that support because I'm also logging the starred reviews that people make. And I'm also making a directory of all of the movie um, movie and TV adaptations as well as the deals because you can give a, a person a movie option all, all day long, but are you actually going to make it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. Or are you just going to sit on the IP? Exactly. So I, I, I'm tracking the things that people are saying that they will do or support and trying to see if they'll actually come through uh-huh. with that as well. So there's just a lot of information to gather. And I had the idea, I want to say, I had the, had the idea come to me in full, I would say, in the beginning of August of 2020. And it was about two weeks later when I kind of just sat down and two weeks kind of flashed before me where I didn't sleep or anything. And I was just working, working on this. I don't recommend that. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> Not for everybody. <laughs> Not for everybody at all. I, yeah, I, I definitely had a lot to say about that with my psychiatrist. but I did get it done I'm I'm proud of it I wouldn't have changed anything um it was it was a lot and even even after all that stuff that I did within those two weeks there's still so much to do afterwards and there's still so much to maintain afterwards so the Uh hope is to eventually get to a place where I can have targeted ads or uh paid sponsored posts and stuff so that I can take some have someone else come on and help me out with this because I, a lot of people have offered to help me, yeah. but the problem is it's just so much work that I cannot take that help for for free. I would feel mm. awful if I did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely need um, more hands, and I'm hoping that I can expand um, in the future. That would be awesome. And the website is it's so well organized too. Thank it really you. is. It's very clear, and it's just like it's there's so much. Like there's yeah. even like a section of like black owned bookstores. Yes. yes. Which, like, that's so wonderfully used. Like, there's so much on this site. Yes. And what I found was it, it, there are, I mean, there have been lists of Black-owned bookstores in the past, yeah. but they don't have the hours or they don't link to their social medias and they're not organized by state. And mm, so yeah. I just wanted to make it as simple as possible so that people can, people don't really have nowadays a very long attention span so I just want to get whatever I can get get into their get to their faces before they switch the page so uh, that's that's the goal to get as much information that they that they can get I also have lists for like I, I am tracking what 
is being put on the New York Times list, on the hardcover list, yeah. paperback list, series mm-hmm. list, graphic novel list. I- I'm tracking everything. <laughs> I have and to, it's, you know, it's incredible. Um, it's really, it's so much. It's, it's really incredible. So, so yeah, I highly recommend um, checking it out. And I, if you do want like a Christmas gift or something to support Melanin Y.A., definitely go to shopmelaninya.com. That just launched earlier this year. So help me out, please, and buy that merch. <laughs> and also, she has a Patreon. So become a patron. Yes. I do have a Patreon as well. And if you, I believe the highest is only $25 a month, you can get a subscription box where you get two YA books and then swag from Black-owned businesses as well within that box. And if you don't necessarily want to do the Patreon, but you do want the subscription box, you can still do that on the side if you go to shopmelanyya.com. Nice. I saw those subscription boxes and I was like, ah, like ASMR. See, it's all, we're all coming back. (laughs) Right. Unboxing. (laughs) Quietly. I really, I really like that you even feature like uh, bookstagrammers and podcasts and stuff too. Yeah. I, I really wish that the podcast lists were longer, but it's just unfortunate that they don't get the support that a lot of other people get. And even the YouTube list is not. Oh, don't get me started. Okay, I'm talking here. Booktubers. Um. So I don't remember if I mentioned this before. I I may or may not have mentioned this when I talked to Jay and Jack. Oh, a long time ago. But it if was, I did, I'm mentioning it again because actually, I'm still that angry about it. We come full circle <laughs> because when you talked to Jay and Jack in February 2018. Jay had just gotten laid off, and now I'm talking to you, and Jay actually got laid off again from his new job on Friday, so we do come full circle, yeah. Oh my goodness, that's wild. It is, it's kind of wild. (laughs) I don't like, you guys should never speak to me. No, 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 I didn't mean it like that, I meant, (laughs) hashtag the universe. (laughs) To be fair, this this conversation was set up way before that happened so like yeah you're, yeah not your fault no no like weird universe thing friday was like a bloodbath in tech for everyone yeah, that is true anyway i'm sorry so yes if you do um, want to um if you do uh want to listen to melody's um oh. interview oh, yeah. on the jane jack show it is on the website under the um about the founder page and she links to it so it is. And I can't wait to link this one, too. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, so I was, uh, just to make it, like, short and sweet, um, a few, uh, many years back, w- there was a book to sit down with it, some influential booktubers who were interviewing Michelle Obama, and none of them were Black. And I'm like, how are you going to invite booktubers to speak to Michelle Obama. Yeah. And not a single one is black. And one of them was Canadian. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So yeah, I'm, I'm a little still peeved about that many years later. I would be too. <laughs> That's crazy. Totally um, unrelated. I have never heard the term booktuber me before. No. And I feel like I need to use it in conversation all the time going mm-hmm, forward. Mm-hmm. It is my new favorite talk. word. Um, bookstagram, yeah, and book talk. Mm-hmm. 
all out there. Yeah. And in the beginning on TikTok, when book people started making book talk a thing, TikTok would suppress or like hide the content that black creators were creating. So all you really oh. see is uh, the content from white creators. So, Ugh. wow. Yeah. I, uh, I saw, I actually went down the rabbit hole a few months ago. Somebody on Twitter um, was talking about that, like how the algorithm and whatnot mm-hmm. pumps up like the books like Colleen Hoover's books, but doesn't yeah. pump up, you know, books of the same like genre and, yes. and whatnot by like authors of color in general. Um, and I could probably find it too, because I think I like liked it. But like, yeah, it was a really interesting and eye-opening read as because I'm not on TikTok. Like I have an account and people will send me links to watch things, but I have not actually, I've never sat down and like figured out like how yes. to TikTok. Yeah. Um, so it was like a... <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. So it's like, I mean, you, you've gone further than me. I have not. Been yeah. No, I don't even, I didn't even grab my name to have that as a handle because oh, wow. I know more social media apps. That's fine. Yeah. I'm done. A lot. Yeah. Not, no more. But, anyway, but sorry. It was a, digress. It, it was a, a very informative educational experience for me because, you know, I learned about Tic Tac and algorithms and how um, apparently the same shit that happens on all the other platforms happens there too. Yep. So, uh, of course. Yep. <laughs> no one is immune, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, fuck your black squares. How about you just put us in the algorithm? <laughs> yeah, seriously. How about you just fix your algorithm? Your black exactly. square does nothing. It actually makes it worse. Like, yeah, it really Fix does. the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hold on. I actually just, of course, opened up Twitter, but I have to close it because we are not doing election <laughs> stuff. So I will have to find who it was. It was an, She was an author, too. But I will have to find it when we are done, even though it is literally killing me. I do know oh, yeah, one. They will have. Um, you've seen it on TikTok, like the tables on, on when you walk into Barnes and Noble. They would have a TikTok table specifically for things that went viral on TikTok, and of course, none of them would be the black books because none of them would be able to go viral since right. they would be hidden. Uh-huh. So it's just really unfortunate because social media doesn't necessarily move the needle for every author, but it can. Mm-hmm. It, it, it can break through for some authors. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If you're not giving us even the chance to break through, then that's not cool. Yeah. I'm just like in awe that you do all this on your own. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, And this is a side gig. Like this isn't your full-time work. No, I, my day job is in retail. Ugh, again, I was actually in an office management position during the before the pandemic and slightly during the uh, in the middle of the pandemic, I was laid off in the beginning of the pandemic. Then they brought me back, and then they laid me off again um, oh. because well, I got COVID, and then I was recovering from COVID. I was like, okay, I'm ready to come back now. And they said, well, we don't need you anymore. And so I got laid off again, and um, then I was like, okay, well, that's not cool. But I was I was on un- unemployment, and a few months went by, and they were like, "We can't find anybody like you. Please come back." Only once. You know what? I since I don't have anything up my alley right now, I'm going to do you, but I'm going to also apply to other jobs. Yeah. Um. 
And so right now I'm back at an old company, an old retail company that I used to work for, for now, um, because I actually moved to, um, unfortunately, I moved to North Austin, Texas, not by choice, um, but just because during the pandemic, when the lease was up, my landlord was trying to do some shady stuff. So mm. I left that situation and then I was not in the mood to do any apartment hunting. And so my my family out here, a few of them have jobs at Facebook out here in Austin. So they were like, come here, be with us. And I was like, um, okay. <laughs> so I'm here. They keep saying, we're so glad you're here. Now we just need to get Taylor. Taylor's my other sister. She's in Atlanta. They're like, now we just need to get Taylor out here. And I'm like, okay, pump your brakes. I'm not here for permanently, okay? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'm just here for now um i don't even know why i'm talking about that it's okay uh, i i know who won your governor race oh god i i had that up in a tab and then i went to a different tab let's oh it's not the way we wanted it to go yeah oh dear but it was really I'm, it was closer than i uh, expected it it no that's pretty much how i imagined it to be yeah, it was like forty-seven to fifty-two or something, which is actually pretty close for. That's pretty close for Texas. For Texas, yeah, yeah. And um, Amanda, that congratulations! Bride, bride. Congratulations, Chuck Schumer is still your senator. Yeah. I was going to say hopeful. <laughs> surprise, surprise! Uh, Jeff just keeps on going. <laughs> Daniel it's Daniel got to shake his hand the other day. Did I tell you all that? No. Yeah, he was at uh, Flatbush Frolic, mm. you know, local uh, Brooklyn boy. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. like, he was there, and Daniel went over, and he got a handshake. And those last-minute nice. bills? He did his, well, like... Well, this, this would have been, like, uh, two months ago. So he oh, basically okay. did his annual requirement to shake a hand that didn't involve giving the exact same graduation <laughs> speech over and over again. <laughs> Probably. I mean, it was a you know they closed down the whole street and there was like you know it was like a New York City okay. street <laughs> fair, but Chuck Schumer was there. Sweet. Um, everybody's um, least favorite press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Um, okay, see, I shouldn't have opened Twitter because then I went down the rabbit hole. Anyway, she's governor of Alabama, and that is also. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. What parallel universe do we live in? She was she running like qualified to be governor. You don't anything. have to be qualified. She was apparently. literally <laughs> running that against somebody that was like an actual like disadvantage. Apparently, yes. No, she was yeah. running against somebody that was like an actual like rocket scientist or something like super smart. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Well, that also seems to be the thing that like these qualified yeah. Democrats are running against like potatoes with arms and still somehow <laughs> these races are neck and neck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't understand. I don't anyway, understand. back to Melody and yeah, let's, the, let's, let's I said I wasn't going to do it. Good, uh, I have closed the, I have closed it. Yeah, let's disappear into some good <laughs> good fiction. Give us I some more to. escapist <laughs> stories. Yes. Um more stories. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um you have any good murder mysteries? That's a great question. I feel like I know of one that either came out or is coming out. Why am I going? I'm sorry. I'm trying to go to my favorites and Neopets is coming up instead of Melanin YA. I'm so 
Let me go back to my site. Um, <laughs> I, I will get back to you on that murder mystery. I'll have that back to you um, before. Well, not before the episode is up, but soon. Um, let's see. I would say if you like poetry, definitely check out Jason Reynolds. He actually wrote a book with another Jason who's not black, but also very talented. (laughs) 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 Whatever. called Ain't Burned All the Bright. It's a mix of poetry and art and... Hmm. It's just the most incredible and unusual, not even unusual. It's just a beautiful, different format that you would see. And the book is nice and thick and rich. And you can tell that they put money into the presentation of the book. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's not It's not a coffee table book, but you could put it on yeah. your Okay. Oh, I love those kind of books. Through it and read yeah. it. Oh, that's awesome. So I would highly recommend that. I would also want to say, um, let me see, for fantasy, no, well, for sci-fi, I would say Kosoko Jackson has some great sci-fi. He has two books. He has Yesterday's History, which I believe is Time Travel, and then Survive the Dome, which came out earlier this year, actually, so... If you're and he writes adult as well, he has an adult queer Ooh. romance novel Ooh. that the name escapes me, but beautiful cover and yeah, so I would definitely recommend that. And like I'm trying to mention, I'm trying to mention authors that don't also get as much acknowledgement as well. So I'm, I think oh, The Witchery by S. Isabel is if you like witches. I don't know why they had that come out in July. It should have come out in October. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why publishing does what they do. But <laughs> Witchery is a good novel if, you, if you're if you into witch, witches. I would say if you like, if you like short stories, um, anthologies, particularly by not just, but by all different types of authors um, and all different types of genres, I would say check out Patrice um, Caldwell has two different anthologies out. The first one is actually maybe three. I don't. I don't know. The well, the the most recent one is Eternally Yours, and okay. that came out I want to say two months ago. And then the other one, I'm just trying to look up that one as well. Oh yes, A Phoenix First Must Burn. That one came out I want to say last year, and that's 16 short stories. Offhand, if not not specific, not specifically black authors, but just authors in general. If you like short stories, I highly recommend checking out Tor.com because they have some incredible short stories. And also, Uncanny Magazine. Wow, uh, I mean the talent, the caliber of talent on both of those sites. Those those are pretty much the two main sites that I read my short stories. I love short stories. Um, I feel like, especially as a writer, it helps you with your craft because if you can't tell a beginning, middle, and end under 10,000 words, how are you even going to do it with mm. more words? <laughs> so oh, <yeah. laughs> definitely, if you want to practice your craft and you think you're a good writer, try writing a short story that actually makes sense in that small amount of time and is, and is as compelling as it can possibly be, something that 
people will not forget. That's just a little side thing for writers. I don't know how many writers are listening, but yeah, definitely try and try your hand out some short stories for sure. And oh, a, another thing for short stories, Dahlia Adler, um, she is a Jewish author who has a book. Her She has a lot of books out. She self-published a, a number of her books and then recently got um, a deal. I forget what the publisher is, but her book, Cool for the Summer, is obviously a play on Demi Lovato's song, Cool for the Summer. But that is, a, it's a really fun bisexual uh, love story. Is it a love story? It's like a love trying I, I don't know I read it but it's hard to it's really, it, it, it it's fun so it's cool for the summer I mean come on so <laughs> if, you like, um, if you like more about if you want more bisexual stories definitely check out her latest book uh going bi-coastal uh, I love that pun yeah um so yeah but also I brought up Dahlia because she has I want to say three or four anthologies that are are short stories and each of them have a theme. So she has one anthology that's all re- like all retellings of um, Edgar Allan Poe short stories. Mm-hmm. And then another one is retellings of fairy tales. Another one is retellings of like a different Shakespeare uh, play. So Ooh. if you definitely, if you like short stories, you definitely want to check out, those anthologies that she edited for sure as well. Okay. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. That sounds really interesting. What was your name? You said Dahlia. Dahlia Adler. Thank you. A-T-L-E-R. I, I like how I'm writing this all down when I easily could just write it down when I edit. <laughs> <laughs> you have it down twice. It's like, it's fine. There you go. Because <laughs> then you can use like editing it as like, that's true. As as a, I can check to, it off as I edit and be like, got this one, yeah. got this one. Yeah. You're like double checking your work instead of yeah. starting it afresh. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, those, and that, those are just books that have come out in like the last year-ish. Um, Let me see. Books that came out last year. That's what it was. The historical fiction that I was thinking of earlier. Angel of Greenwood by Randy Pink. That book, I I read it, and I think it was one of my favorite books that I read last year. And I would say if you read that one, you also have to read, like, if you liked, um, what was that? Lovecraft Country? Mm. Oh, Lovecraft. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft. If you like that, then I would say, I mean, this doesn't have any fantasy elements, but if you enjoy that going down that historical road, Angel of Greenwood would be for you. And also Brandy Colbert also came out with another book about, she came out with a book about Tulsa as well. I, I, the name of it, I believe the name of that book is Blackbird, Blackbirds in the Sky, something like that. I have not read it yet. It's on my shelf. But Brandy is another one who I adore her writing. I'm not really big on contemporary books, but there are certain authors who I will read uh, when it comes to contemporary because they just grab me so well. Yeah, so those are my suggestions. Also, um, I would say 
those are my suggestions. Also, <laughs> be reading for the next fifteen years to get through all of these because they all sound really good. And it's like, oh gosh, yeah. Like for poetry, I would also recommend "Home Is Not a Country" um, by Safia Ali. I'm gonna butcher her last name. I think it's El Hilo, and she's half black. And I forget she's she's middle middle. I want to say Middle Eastern as well. And that book is about her identity Mm. and it's so beautifully told. I just, I just love it so much. It was, it was a beautiful novel. I love poetry. So that one was an easy read for me. Um, You'll find yourself, I find yourself when you read books written in verse, you kind of just sit down and then the next thing you know, you're done. (laughs) (laughs) So I know that there's an upcoming book by Hannah Sawyer and I believe the title has changed since she announced the book. As of now, it's called Call Him by Name, and that comes out next year. Okay. But I believe she has a new title for the book. But that comes out next year and is highly, highly anticipated. So definitely pre-order that. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's, we have a, a very long list. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm have to start reading these like three pages a night is not gonna cut it. I gotta stay awake for more pages. I love, I love like uh, the Libby app. It's great because when I moved from LA, I still have the two. I have LA County and LA. Like, there's two different LA Public Library and then LA County mm. Library are two different. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I have both of those systems and the Austin system in my. That's awesome. My Libby. I would oh, still have my home, New Jersey, but once once they realize that you've moved, they cut you yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta keep some semblance of a decorum, I guess. <laughs> but, but yeah, I highly recommend Libby for those because the um the books that are written in verse, those audiobooks can be two to four hours, so those are quick listens, and. When I'm on the plane, I will, I'll listen to the audiobook, but I'll also have it on like two times speed while I read it as well, because I realize it, it sounds like a lot if you're bumping it up to two times, but when you read it, you're you're reading faster mm-hmm. than you think you are. Mm-hmm. So it match it actually ends up matching up with how fast you read anyway. Um, so yeah, you can fly through those books whether you're listening to them while you're practicing for your 10 millionth marathon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) Or or when you're just cleaning around the house or whatever. So yeah, I love audiobooks. I am not paying for a single audiobook. No way. It's library all the way for me. So you said Libby. Love me a good public library. Libby is the app? Um, Yes, Libby. I was actually going to ask you what your preferred method of reading was. Was it audiobooks, Kindle, or paper books? But you've just answered that it's it's all of the above. <laughs> it's really at the same time. You know what? It really is. However, I noticed that, I mean, I've, ha- I've had COVID twice, and I have long COVID because I still have. Oh, like, oh I'm so sorry. Things. Oh, gosh. But I realized, thank you, it's not easy. <laughs> that, um, you are a superwoman, truly. <laughs> I, I mean i i do try and then other days i'm just like i'm not doing it at all today but um i realized that my reading style has definitely changed like if i open up a book I, and i have i have 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven books by my bed, and I could be done with all of them if I really wanted to be done with all of them. But when I open up the book and I look at the words, for some reason, my brain cannot comprehend the words anymore. So I either have have to mm-hmm. be listening to the audio while I read, or I just listen to to the audio book by mm-hmm. itself. Or if I'm reading it on my Kindle, I will turn Siri on so that she oh, will yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So for some reason, I have to have that audio uh, component now. I don't know why, but I cannot. Um, it's not even about focusing. It's just about seeing. It's, it feels like I can't see. It feels like I can't see um, the words unless I'm. Yeah, because hearing them too. Want to go to sleep. Com- yeah, comprehension. I, yeah. I am dyslexic, so like, what you are explaining is like how I see oh, books. So like, wow. I very much understand where you're. Okay. I very it's much understand only, you right now. It only has been like that in the last since I've gotten COVID. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I've not heard of anybody else who has had COVID having these issues, but I also haven't sat around a room with people who are readers who have had yeah 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 isn't that the thing about COVID though it's just we're we're learning new new things about it all the time that it's just doing these wacky things to people yeah so yeah so yeah I do like I I love myself a good audiobook but the audiobooks it's really hit or miss because some narrators are just trash absolutely awful (laughs) and it's like man I really wanted to there was this one book I forget I think it it was the beautiful by Renee Adier, and it's a vampire book. And I was like, yes, I want to read a vampire book. I'm so excited. And then I turn on the audiobook. It is just, the, first of all, I don't know what accent the narrator is doing, but it's atrocious. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot do this. So I'm going to have to eventually just really physically read that book because uh, there's no way I'm ever going to go through that audiobook. It's awful. <laughs> oh no! And I know the book is good because I read Renee's work before. Yeah, um, so I know yeah. that this is good. I just, I just can't listen to the audiobook. Yeah, I wonder like what that process is like for sort of like behind the scenes when they do the audiobook. How well, do they choose the person that does it? Right. If you if you can't get the author, if it's not like an author of no, like how do they cast? Yeah. Does yeah. the author have any say or input? Like what? Some of them do. Some of them get sent snippets of like the five people who are runners up and the editor will say, you know, pick your top three. Who do you want? And usually they'll go with, they'll take that into consideration. Sometimes they'll just ask to say that they ask, but they don't really mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really depends on the my God, my, my cat is in the way. Um, it really depends on the, the specific editor's relationship with that person that they've sold the rights to that that company or whatever. Mm. Um, so it, it can be where the author has a say. It can be where the author doesn't even know that their audiobook is being recorded or is even going to release mm. until they find out and, and they're tagged on. Twitter by a reader who said, "Oh, I just listened to the audiobook." So, <laughs> you never really know. It's 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 really a crapshoot um, when it comes to that. Um, and and the worst is when the narrator doesn't even pronounce the author's name right. 
does that happen? Oh no! Stop. Oh yeah. One of my favorite authors. Um, I will never forget it. One of her books. I. It was one of her books, and then I just refused to listen to any audiobook of hers ever again. Tahira Mafi. Her name is hard to pronounce. I guess if you don't pay attention to her pronouncing her name every time she's on a panel. <laughs> or- <laughs> Like, literally, you don't like do your homework and like one job. Just do your homework. Go on YouTube, see Google the author and for doing an interview, and then they'll pronounce their name for you. <laughs> so that you don't have to make all these wrong guesses. And so the narrator, I don't remember which book it was, but the narrator completely trashed her name. And I was like, you know what? I can't. I'm done. I, I'm not doing this. So luckily. At that time, I was still very pre-COVID and very into physical books, um, so it was not a problem. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, that was just horrible. Like, if you can't pronounce the author's name right, you will never get me to listen to any of your audiobooks ever again, honestly. Yeah. It's it's like a very low minimum bar that you would think could be easily cleared. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It reminds me of how, remember, I don't know if they still do it, but like on Facebook, you can actually say how to pronounce your name. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. I mean, and, and honestly, that's great, but people will still say it wrong. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. because you'll comment under someone's comp, comp, uh, status and they'll respond saying, ah, ha, ha. And say your name and spell it wrong. Uh, your name is spelled right, 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 right there. there. So I'm like, no matter what you do, someone's gonna mess it up. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. See, I thought I had problems with Glad Filter, but no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> oh my god! Thank you so much for all of this. Um... This is wonderful. Like you've given us so much like recommendations and yeah, and yeah, such absolutely. a good resource to go back to. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> when I inevitably forget many of these recommendations, <laughs> I can. You can slow reader by the time I'm like ready for check, any of these books. You can check the show notes. They'll be there. Show notes. And I'm then please mark them. But go to the website though, first and foremost. Yes. M E L A N I N I N Y A. So it looks like melanina. Yes. It does. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> My contribution, everyone. <laughs> Seeing your contributions, please check out the uh, Melanin NYA Patreon, too. It's patreon.com slash melanin NYA. Um, if you need that spelling, go back 25 seconds to where I just <laughs> spelled out the website. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You seriously, I need to like give you a super round of yeah. applause because this is an incredible website and the oh, sheer amount you. guys, if you're listening, go check it out. The sheer yeah. amount of just resources and work that was clearly put into this like a it's, you it's took incredible. pandemic prod uh, project and you made it into like I bow down. <laughs> While the rest of us assholes were watching Tiger King, you know, like, 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 important. Oh my goodness! So I am known as like the TV movie person in my family, and when I started working on this, I got kind of off 
track and a little left behind. And my sister is like, "Did have you seen this? Did you see this? And then mom, my mom was like, did you watch this? And I'm like, no. How are you guys watching it before me? <laughs> You're busy, like, that really birthing a, a literary entity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I'm catching up on everything. Now. I'm actually nice. watching from scratch now. So I'm excited. To oh, I heard about that show. I heard it's very, it's very tear jerking. Is that true? Um, well, I'm not the right person to ask because I never cry at anything. Um, my sister cried at uh, my sister and my mom, but um, I'm on the last episode, and I mean I can understand how people could cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, yeah. Well, we um, every time Jay's dad's here, we show him a TV show that he hasn't seen. So one one time he was here, we did Ted Lasso. Um, another oh, time he no. he was here, we did. Um, oh, what the hell is it called? Uh, oh, we did the flight attendant both seasons when he was here oh, back yeah. in June. Uh, this time we did uh, the Sex Lies of College Girls because it's coming oh, back nice. next week. So oh, good. so good, can't wait. Yeah, I was like Jay, can we? Because uh, we're, like, we're looking through. I was like, what about this? And I like looked at them both. I'm like, are you guys like uncomfortable watching this TV show with each mm-hmm. other? <laughs> and they were like, no, we're fine. And I was like, awesome. So we ended up we were watching the first season, and it it's just so delightful. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for it to come back. I'm so excited. I am so excited. It's just, it's so, it's so wonderful. I, I maintain all the great things I said about it the first time. Yeah. It, it holds up. Good. That whole year later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Mythic Quest comes back on Friday, which I'm excited about as well. So I'm not caught up on the Mythic Quest. So. Um, I think I caught up last september it was like this time of year last year that that i caught up jay was already caught up but mm-hmm. um the way that it end the third season ended or second season ended whatever season we're up to the way, mm-hmm. it, the way that it ended i'm curious to see because i would have assumed that that was a good place for like if the show wasn't picked up so oh yeah okay. you know like when shows write for not expecting yeah, to come back and then they case. they come back and it, it's usually like hit or miss so yeah. we'll see mm-hmm. But fingers crossed. I need some poppy in my life. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, thank you so much. Any last minute stuff you want to add? Do you want to plug like your socials, Twitter, Insta, anything like that? Yeah. So for anybody who's still on Twitter that's chugging along for now, um, I'm at Melody Simpson. That's M-E-L-O-D-Y-S-I-M-P-S-O-N. And <laughs> funny story. I'm also on Instagram at Melly Sims. That's M-E-L-L-I-E-S-I-M-P-S. I I originally had Melody Simpson and then something happened and everybody was leaving Instagram. Um, this was years ago. And I was like, well, I guess I'll leave too. Is it when Twitter uh, Facebook bought them? I, I think I think it might have been then. <laughs> and so I left like stupidly and lost my name. Oh. And then I came back during the time when Scandal was on. Ah. And I did I never knew what um, Melly's name was. I didn't know if it was Millie or Melly because everybody pronounced it differently. And then I finally looked it up and it was Melly. And then I also went further to look it up and I realized that her real name was her, the character's real name was actually Melody. And I was like, oh, oh that's interesting. Melly is a nickname for Melody. I didn't know that. And that's my name. Um, so, <laughs> so I took Melly from Scandal and put it in my username and completely forgot about it. 
And my friend is rewatching Scandal um, now. And like a week ago, she said, oh, my God, her name is Melody. And I was like, that's where I got the username from. I completely <laughs> so, Yeah. I forgot my own reference. Oh, my God. Um, do you still update Hollywood the right way? I don't. And a lot of people have been giving me a lot of, um, can I curse? Uh, yeah, of course I can. It's Welcome to the, broad- <laughs> on the broadcast. That was very cute. I have a lot of people me a lot of shit about it. And so I need to get back to it. I haven't really blogged in like two years. So, um, oh, I'm- What have you been doing in those two years, Melody? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like you've been that busy to me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to get back to it in the new year. I'm excited about it. Awesome. Oh my god. Well, thank you so much for giving us all this awesome information. Like really thank excited. You. Thank you so much for it's always a blast to listen to y'all and I'm excited to Aww. be here with you guys right now. Yay! Well Yay. hopefully we'll see you on the Zoom. Oh my goodness. I guess I should plug my book coming out. Oh my what? <laughs> She says it as an afterthought. <laughs> well, I almost forgot. Um, I I do have a. I, I'm editing, co-editing a book, uh, an anthology of essays with my friend Nafisa Azad. is called Writing in Color. It comes out next August, August 22nd, from Simon and Schuster. And so, if you're an, a writer, an aspiring published writer, whether that's traditional or self-pub, you definitely want to pick up this book. Awesome. I, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine being so prolific in the things you do that you forget that Simon and Schuster is publishing? <laughs> like, what is that even like to be you? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Um, all right, ladies, let's take a, a quick commercial break. <laughs> we will. Be back in a minute to get into some feedback. All right, we're back. We're ready to get into a little bit of feedback. Uh, we don't have too much today. The first bit of feedback is from Jessica. And uh, Jessica says, depending how today goes, when I hear this on Friday, I will need one or the other feedback. So please read both. <laughs> <laughs> feedback number one. Hey, Jessica. The country did the right thing, and things will be good for now. Time to keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> Feedback number two. Hey, Jessica, you have a bottle of wine in the fridge. Drink that tonight. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, thanks for keeping our spirits up. Oh, <laughs> You're welcome, oh man. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. That Thank was, you. That was that was. A really I think that's movie. one of my favorite things of feedback we've ever. Received. I think so too. <laughs> we do. We do. Thank you so much. I feel like we all needed that. Yeah. Choose uh, your own adventure. Option yeah. one, option two, depending. I, I mean, like to it. be fair, you can drink the wine for like either. Yeah. Either option, you can drink the wine, and I'm going to recommend you do celebratory or commiseratory yeah it's a word just go with it yeah i mean chuck schumer is gonna be senator of new york for the like 90th year in a row i mean yeah (laughs) you know something to celebrate well i mean colleen you you already saw some good things so 
I saw some. I have also <laughs> some other bad news. Stacey Abrams officially lost. <gasps> um, Rand Paul was reelected. Um, okay, so what's the good news? Um, a lot of good. Uh, a lot of Dems won governorships. Okay. Um, Fuck. Dude, that hurts. That really hurts. It does. It does really hurt. But on Friday, when Jessica's listening to this, reaching for the bottle of wine, either way, it's it's going to sting a little bit less. Vermont sent its, is sending its second ever Democrat to the Senate. Really? Only its second ever Vermont? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like weird. Bernie and... Well, don't forget it was... Yeah. It's Bernie, Bernie and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, contrary Wait, to popular it... belief, everyone, Vermont does have two senators. It's not just Bernie sucking up all the oxygen all the time. Right. <laughs> and he's he's an independent. He just switches back and forth so he can run for president. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is truly the epitome of, of privilege. Yep. <laughs> Change parties on a whim. Um, there is no definitive news yet in the North Carolina Senate race. I'm also skipping through it pretty quickly because it's just, I don't have the capacity to deal with that. Tebby Duckworth won re-election. Oh, great. I love her. Um, cool. Um, all right. Let's see. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I guess oh, great. we so will see. So Stacey Abrams will be free to run for president. Great. Okay, good. <laughs> Yes, get that woman a cabinet position. Stats. Seriously, has, clearly Georgia has not heard her policies because she's just like <laughs> on point. Yes. Um, as of two minutes ago, Fetterman is currently leading, but only 50% of the results are in for that. And okay. it looks like Josh Shapiro is most likely, he's the projected winner of governor in Pennsylvania. Great. Which is okay. good because the dude he was good. running against was a um, horrible human being. Wasn't he running against the guy that was at January 6th? Doug Mastriano? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. You know what? There's so much bad news. It's hard to keep track of. Yeah. But don't forget, Chuck Schumer. So, bad. you know. <laughs> Back is, uh, yeah. Hopefully the election speech a... survives another six years. Yeah. Hopefully he'll keep his job as a majority leader. So we'll. Uh... Mm. Um, all right. Let's move on. Uh, finishing up. We have. Um, I feel like there's a dangling joke about being in a heavy D area, but <laughs> gonna leave it on the floor. Well, well you know what? That. Let's put that out to the, the dear sweet listeners. <laughs> that uh, so what you come back with. Drop it. Uh, yeah. Drop we, it in the uh, comments. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Uh, we've got a uh, this work week in Andy's virginity. Uh, so Andy writes in this work week in Andy's virginity. Hey, broads. Uh, in my attempt to update you last week, I forgot to wish the guys who will never listen to this show a happy No Nut November. Yeah. Uh, back on the job front, I think I'm almost done divvying out my PTO. I won't have a full week of work for the rest of the year. Ooh, uh, hashtag the dream. Yeah. Uh, which will obviously help me with the stress levels I've been dealing with. Also, my doctor's appointments last week went pretty well. The results weren't unexpected. A lot of things are high, uh, but not beyond the help of diet and exercise. There are some other things I'll need to follow up on, but I guess that's to be expected for not going to the doctor for this long. Anyway, it looks like I'll be around for a while. Hashtag I'm with hers, Andy. Well, that's good. Good news. Very good news. I'm happy to hear that, Andy. Me too. Yes. And And that whole, like, not working a full week for the rest of the year. I So I took a half day also uh, yesterday, and I was just like, 
why is this not the way that society is set up? <laughs> I went mm-hmm. to work from eight to five, eight to five, eight to twelve. I came home. I had like a lo- lo- enough time for lunch. I had like my whole rest of my day. It was fucking wonderful. And then today I had to go back to work for a full day. Like what? This is so dumb. Yeah. And I was super productive for the four hours I was there. I bet you were. Yeah. And like, we usually get an early dismissal. Like we actually, we're getting veterans day off this year for the first time. And normally we get an early dismissal like the day before. Mm. So I sort of banked on getting that half day and I like made an appointment for a haircut. And it's like, I was going to organize the baby clothes because she is also off on veterans day. So like not an actual holiday for me. (laughs) Nope. So I was like ready. And then like, they're not giving us the damn half day. Oh. No way! But, and oh, here's the reason. On. Here, the rationale. They're like, well, because it's a new, it's a new holiday to our. We're not gonna. We're, we're not going to give you the half day. Like it was just it's like it was some like non-excuse excuse. Okay. Well, my office wasn't closed today, and it's not closed on Friday. Yeah. Right. It's like I should just be thankful for the day off. But like I was really like looking yeah, forward to that no, half that's day. Fair. I was. I, I'm getting a haircut for the first time in six months. God damn it! I was excited. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, like this is like in the grand scheme of problems, this is like a negative seven. <laughs> but, <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> but still, come but on. Still. Good times. Um, Fuck the 40-hour work week. Yeah. We will leave it at that. Um, Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. Big thanks to Melody for joining us today. Yes. Yes. I am excited. I'm going to have to go through the links when I put them in the show notes and add them to my patron secret Santa wish list. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Here's Colleen coming in hot with the good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, so that good idea and do that for my, <laughs> my secret Santa wish list. Yeah, because before that, I had put Prince Harry's autobiography on my uh, secret Santa wish list, but it doesn't come. Out. What I? It's called Spare. That's genius, and he looks really no attractive judgment. in the picture, but it doesn't come out until. Like, t- Why? I want to read it. Okay. I want to read it, and it and but it doesn't come out until um, January. So. Yeah. Okay. I do love hate me some royals sometimes. (laughs) Well, I am Team Harry and Meghan all the way. Okay. So whatever. I do miss the queen. Melly is nodding. She every time we read the busy London town book, and it's like, look, there's the queen. I'm like, oh. (laughs) Don't miss the. It's Sandy's like, mm-mm. No, yeah, no. fuck the queen. That's, yeah, I don't know. Fuck the monarchy. But I do like the crown. Which I've not seen. I'm going to wait till it's all over before I start oh, watching Oh, it. it's like... I hear it's really good. That's ambitious it's to really wait till good. it's all over. That's I kind am. of ambitious. I would it's maybe just go ahead and start now. Mm, I got time. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Look, waiting weekly for Alaska Daily, which isn't even that great of a show, <laughs> is killing me. So... <laughs> okay. okay but you have a lot of crown to get through already that's fine yeah. i still have to does. do all of better call saul so i'll get there when i get there okay, okay. at okay. my own time <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of if you're in the if you're a jane jack patron and in the not in the group but want to participate in the uh, secret santa uh, send me a note, and I will send you the link so you can participate in it. Um, you have to sign up by um, November 23rd. 
the day before Thanksgiving. So, or maybe I said it for Thanksgiving. We're gonna draw it uh, either Thanksgiving or the day after. So, um, since we are off next week, let me give a uh, advanced birthday shout out to Brian, the not the DP specialist, and Mandy, who both have birthdays next week, if I remember correctly. Happy happy birthday! So, happy 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 birthday! Um, yes, Mandy does have a birthday next week. I remember because. I was in Nashville once for her birthday for a work trip. Oh, yeah. That's and right. I was still on Snapchat, and I snapped about it, and she was like, are you in Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're back-to-back. They're the 17th and the 18th. So, happy birthday. Happy, happy. Happy birthday. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, you go to patreon.com slash jayandjack. You go to jayandjack.com and click on the Become a Patron link. Um, if you have any feedback for us tonight, um, if you have any feedback for Melody, she said that she would happily answer anything in any of the links that we um, post. Um, but you can send us an email at thebroadcasters3 at gmail.com or give us a call 331-276-2373. We look forward to um, hearing what you got. And we look forward to seeing you live on Zoom on uh, November 22nd. The same Zoom link as always. If you are at the costume party, it's that one. If you've ever been to any of the broad topics, it's that link. Same same uh, link as last year's uh, broads giving. Um, we look forward to seeing you then. And I think that we have landed so far on three movies that we're going to watch uh, together for the holiday movie extravaganza. Because we usually just yes. kind of go willy-nilly. Um, <laughs> it's uh, the Lindsay Lohan movie, which comes out this week. The... Right. Freddie Prince Jr. one, which also comes out soon. And then A Muppet Family Christmas, because Jay has never seen it, and I Mm. can't believe that. That's the Watch Out for the Icy Patch one, right? Yep, mind the Icy Patch. (laughs) (laughs) And then just 20 minutes of Christmas carols at the end. I mean, really, what can you possibly want? Also, Muppet's Christmas Carol, they're adding the song back in. They are adding the song back in. I saw that. They're adding the song back in. Like, basically, it's going to be the best. Christmas movie season ever. <laughs> in case anybody I mean, doesn't know what we're talking about, there's a song in Muffet Christmas Carol called The Love Is Gone, and they took it out, and now, and it was a travesty. It made no sense. It made no sense because, and it was also like the only like female like song. It was, you know, it was like, mm, and um, it was beautiful and wonderful, and they cut it out, and now it's going back in. So all, uh, all is right and restored in um, a Christmas movie world. <laughs> <laughs> yep it's a holiday miracle oh and they're making a sequel to uh, a christmas story and it actually looks yeah. kind of good it does oh. look kind of good and it has i a, think i'm gonna try and watch it the original ralphie it's it all the original kids wow it's like the friends like they're all the original actors too. are they like, like 60 like what how is that even working they're no they're probably in their 50s though because the movie came out in the 80s okay all right. Well, I guess we'll have to add that to the list, too. All right. Mm-hmm. On that note, everybody, thank you to the patrons, especially the ones that contribute to a certain level, and that would be Eckhart Ragnar Jack from Tokyo, Maggie the Magnificent, Joanne with the Planet, Ed the Creepy Poopy Head Mailman. We also got a new um, shout-out level patron today named Jackson, and no, it is not Jack portraying, uh, <laughs> pretending to be <laughs> a patron. I need to reach out to them and find out if they have a preferred nickname so um jackson jackson welcome (laughs) welcome thank you thank you so much for listening uh we will talk to you in two weeks um my name is colleen my name is amanda and i'm shandy peace out everybody Bye. bye